correctly with the correct amount. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. radiocom Welcome to Me and Steve Talk RPG, the podcast where me and my friend Steve try and help you get the most out of your role-playing game experience. Welcome back to Me and Steve Talk RPGs. I'm here with my friend Steve. Hello. And today we're going to talk about relaxing and playing some games. But before we get into that, we have a podcast of the week. And the podcast of the week is... Is Genesis the, Archives? Yes, the Genesis Archive, which is a really cool, uh, let's call it, well, currently they're still playing in their Unseen World, and I'm not sure if they're into their third campaign and broadcast, or if they're just recording that one and they're broadcasting the second. But anyway, the Unseen World is this really cool urban fantasy mythology-inspired campaign they've been running set in Las Vegas, which I just think is really darn cool because, well, it's Vegas, so you can throw in pretty much anything. Yeah. We talked to their GM a while back about the setting. Jonathan, he was on and talked about that. And uh, if you're actually, if you listen to it, you really like it. He also has that setting published on the Genesis Foundry. So uh, all kinds of cool stuff to go check out there. And they're a bunch of really cool people, too. I mean, yeah, that setting is so cool. And then that ga- that that whole podcast, man, go check, go check out Genesis Archives. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff happening over there. Yes. So we were having a conversation a while back and, you know, I, I talk about it a lot recently. I've been on a lot of TikToks and people really been getting uptight of games. And so I said to you, I have a topic for the show. And you're like, save it. And that was all the way back in the beginning of January. <laughs> so here it is. When you'll be hearing this, this will be the end of January. And the topic is relax it's just a game and Mm -hmm. i think it's a topic that we all have to learn at some point you know sometimes you don't think about it you're like oh well you know i you get really involved and really absorbed into the rules and into the the world and and you get really really absorbed into the game and you forget sometimes that it is a game And I know I've done, like, not necessarily forgotten that it's a game, but gotten too involved. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you know, I think uh, when we were talking safety tools, you know, the the topic of of bleed came up. And that's essentially what we're talking about. And it's not that it's necessarily bad, but, you know, at some point you do need to remember that when you're playing these games, it is that. It is a game. And while, you know, like to take a half step back here. I know I can get very intense about my gaming at times. And I think it's one of those things where it's unfair of me to expect that level of engagement and dedication from everyone else, because everyone else is not wired the same way I am. Is that kind of what you're driving at here? Yeah. I think part of my thing is that, so we recently talked to Justin from terrible warriors. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how paranoia is sort of his escape game where, you know, maybe need a break from other games. I'm going to play some paranoia. And I think that kind of ties into this really well. 
in my opinion, we all need to stop at some point and have some levity in gaming. Because in gaming, we can really delve into those very deep, dark, hard topics. And this goes hand in hand with safety tools. But I think, you know, whether it be some levity in the world itself of the game that you're playing, or some levity in the outside world, stepping away from the game that's maybe gotten a little too heavy. Everybody's a little bit too, like, I want to say, I don't want to say too invested, but you can tell when, when tensions are rising at a table in a bad way. Mm-hmm. You can tell when, when I'm getting a little snippy with you and they're getting a little snippy with me, you know, maybe it's time we all step away and we don't play this right now. Yeah. And no, go ahead. No, that's, that's, a uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think sometimes, yeah, you do have to do something different. And it's, it's hard sometimes to, to quantify that, but you just have to like get up and walk away. And, and maybe that's like, maybe next session we're not playing this game, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe our Genesis game is getting a little too heavy. I need to play something lighter. So I'm going to throw a one shot joke game down on the table, or I'm going to throw like, you know, there's a number of, of just different card based RPGs that are really light and easy to play. Yeah. It could be as simple as, Hey folks, we're not playing whatever game, you know, back in the before times when you could play in person, we're not playing whatever our RPG is. We're playing Munchkin today, you know, or any other, I mean, it, you know, could be a different RPG, could be a board game. Munchkin is sort of a hybrid, my opinion, although it's been years since I played it. But Munchkin is great, man. <laughs> I, I, I haven't played Munchkin in so long. I love that game. And if you wanted to, you could probably really role play out Munchkin. Yeah. But yeah, so the, the, the basic idea of being just taking some time to take a break from the levity of the situation is is important. It's important to back off when you need to, because I know, you know, sometimes, sometimes you can really get into topics and it's, it's, you know, maybe you're not, maybe you're not crossing a line or you're not pushing an X card hard, or you're not doing anything like that, but you're getting into a topic where everybody at the table is starting to get very on edge, very upset, you know, or sometimes it's rules discussions and, I'm not saying rules lawyering, but I'm saying more along the lines of, you know, I don't have a firm grasp on these rules and and you do and you're getting upset with me because every time this comes up, you know, every time this comes up, it becomes an issue and then we got to go to the book. And now you're getting tired of me going to the book. And it's just this, this building and building and building of I'm tired of, you know, everybody's getting irritated. Everybody's getting frustrated. So it's time maybe we just take a step back, we take a step away, we play something that isn't this, that everybody can ground themselves out on. I've been getting into soap making, and with soap making comes along the idea of, of different scents, different perfumes, and one of the tricks that you can use to to reset your palate is to smell coffee, whether it be grounds or fresh or whatever. It resets your palate, and I sort of look at playing other games as resetting your palette for gaming. Hmm. That's interesting. I never thought of it quite that way. And, you know, 
what you were saying, you know, about uh, treading into areas where, you know, maybe it's a touchy area. I don't think it even necessarily has to be an area that's, what do you want to say, hitting nerves for people. It could just be, you know, a topic that there's a lot of strong opinions about, you know, different people like, you know, for whatever reason, they have a strong opinion about it could be politics. It could be this social issue, whatever. And I don't, I guess maybe that is sort of triggering in a way, but it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not thinking of it in the context of, you know, like it's, it's uncomfortable for them. It's just something they're very passionate about. And like you said, you know, you, you get that happening that, that raises, and then sometimes you just need to, okay, we need to reset and, and get back to, you know, square zero and then, you know, go back into things, but you need something to, to take it back. And, and like you said, reset the palette. Right. And, and one of those things is that now I've sort of, we talked about taking a break a while back. And one of the things that's important to understand is that maybe a step before you come back from that break is to actually step away from, and if you're, if you're strictly into D and D that's fan, that's fantastic. That's fine. You, you know, you like that game. That's great. But maybe it means taking a break from this campaign, playing a goofy one shot and coming back to this campaign at a later time, you know, maybe stepping away and grounding yourself is, is what can make this game better for you. And I think a lot of people don't even think about that is that like, you're having fun, you're playing this game, you're telling the story, but taking a break away and, and recentering yourself can help a lot with making the game even more fun for you. You know, you sort of get that newness, even though it's the same game you've been playing, you get a little bit of that newness because it's like, Oh, I haven't played this in a minute. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, the old saying, what is it? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Right. And yeah. And, and also being able to say to yourself, this is just a game. I, I think one of the things that the reason this, the whole thing that prompted me for this was I was watching people talk about how nice it was to have just a bit of social interaction in a game that was mostly mostly combat and how refreshing it was to have this little bit of of just you know silly fun in the middle of a very serious deep game we see this in in everybody that does actual plays has done this at some point there's there's always you know whether it be critical role or terrible warriors or whoever, there's always the bit of, you know, we're going to have a little bit of fun, even though the world is collapsing around us Mm -hmm. and you, you have to have that. I think it's, it's necessary. And it, it, like I said, it it reminds you that it is just a game because like I said, it, it can get, it can get heavy and not even just heavy in like, not even just heavy in like traditional ways, but heavy in topics that you never thought you were going to get heavy into. Right. Well, some people take their fun very seriously. And that's fine. You take your fun very seriously, but like you also have to ground yourself and remember why you had fun with this in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like everybody at some point has had, you know, if you're, if you're stuck around in gaming, there's a reason you like doing this. This is something that interests you. And so sometimes we can lose that forest through the trees where we're like, rah, 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 and getting these arguments about rules and getting these arguments about, well, this wouldn't work like that, or that doesn't work like this, or the book says that. Okay. But we need to step back and we need to have fun again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause I think 
you know, part of what you got to remember is, and this goes back to, you know, player types and, and all sorts of topics we've, we've touched into this, but the chances of you finding a, uh, an RPG group to play with that all share exactly your same mentality for games are, I'm going to say none. There's not even a slim because the chances of you finding three other people that all feel the exactly the same way you do. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that exists. I mean, you know, I'm on, I don't know how many different gaming discord channels and I'm not active on all of them, but I read a lot of them a fair amount and I'm active on a fair number. And there are people who I share opinions on certain things with on various servers, but I don't know of anybody that, what do you want to say? I share all my opinions with, you know, you and I have, have very similar tastes in a lot of things, but even, you know, certain things, I'm probably a little more into kind of the, the gritty kind of OSRE stuff than you are, which yeah, is I'm... kind of weird because you're more of the horror movie fan than I am, but you know, that's what, whatever. Well, I'm <laughs> into more of the, I'm into more of the light narrative stuff at this point. Yeah. And, and it's not that either of us has a problem with the other person's interests, but you know, if, if we sit down, one of us is going to want something a little different from time to time than what the other one is going to automatically reach for. And the more people you have around a table, the more that's going to vary. Well, and that, that one of the things that, that is important for me is that that varying is what makes gaming fun. Yes. Playing with people that aren't me, man, I hate playing with me. I, I couldn't, I don't think I could stand to be in a room of people with my same personality traits and, and like all of my same interests. I'd be so bored. I'd be like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm sick of hearing about Star Wars. Can we talk about something else? I know we like Star Wars, but like, can it, do we like anything else? You know, or, you know, whatever. But I just think that playing games with people that have different interests is what makes gaming fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, to me, that's, that's, you know, gaming for me, it's, it's the, the exercise and creativity. And if you're all on the same wavelength, there actually isn't a lot of creativity going there. You're going down a very narrow path very quickly. Yeah. There's no, there's no branching narrative when you know what the next choice is going to be. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, and, and so like you're saying, take a break and, and that could be, even if, if the way your group deals with this is by doing like a rotating GM thing where, you know, you do, I don't know, six, eight, ten, whatever sessions of, of one game, and then you switch GMs and you switch games and you play something else. And you could do that, you know, again, play, you know, however many sessions and switch again, or you, know, you could do it any number of ways. You could just play a one shot of something and then go back to the other thing. You know, yeah. I, there are people out there who exist who only want a GM. Um, but most people, even if they do prefer to GM every once in a while, they do like to just be a player. Well, that's, I like to, G I, I like to GM, but I like to be a player more than I like to GM, if I'm honest. Yeah. That's been sort of my drawback when, when, before I, before I met you and before I joined our group and all that stuff, like, it was so hard for me being a player in the area that we lived in because I didn't play online. Like the online thing is absolutely new for me. Like COVID brought all that about. And so to 
be just someone who played. It was so hard to find a group that was just like, I'm just a player. Can I just be a player? No? Okay, you you guys want to play all these other things, but you want me to run it. Well, I'm going to have to run it. That's fine. But like Cyberpunk, I didn't. I wanted to play a Cyberpunk game so bad, and I didn't want to run it. And, you know, it's whatever. But yeah, it, it, every, it, it takes players, it takes GMs, and it takes the people that are willing to do both to to run the to to have fun in this game and to mm-hmm. have fun in any game. Well, I think yeah, and it's I rambled a little bit and lost myself there. Sorry. No, it's our show. We can do that. Take a drink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I mean like yeah, it, taking a break is is different things, right? It's maybe it's being a player. Maybe it's just you know you've been playing, you know this this really intense fantasy game, whatever, and you take a break and play tune, you know, or, or honey heist or, you know, whatever. I mean, something that's, that's just loose off the wall, or maybe you play a very, what do you want to say? Kind of very loose comedic game normally. And to a certain point, you're feeling the pressure of always having to come up with jokes. And so maybe you want to take a break and play something dark and gritty for a session or two. There's a reason why Morkborg's so great. Like, <laughs> I, I there am is, so looking forward to getting that. Oh, I got it. I got it, man. It's it's here. Well, I have the digital, but I, I have a physical that'll be on the way eventually. I don't have a physical yet, but I got my digital, and I was I was looking at it the other day going, man, I, I really love this game. Um, <laughs> but no, there's a reason why Morkborg is like, it's it's dark and gritty, but it's goofy. It's so over the top. And and I know that's like some people are like, ah, I don't get that. But like, no, it's just but it's that dark and gritty reset. It's the like, oh, well, we've been playing a silly game for too long now. It's time to play something serious. And Morkborg is that right kind of like this could be a little bit too serious and this could be very goofy all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, and like you said, for us, that's that's a reset type game. Yeah. For other people that might not be the appropriate thing for a reset, but that's what's beautiful about this hobby, right? Right. You know, I mean, like I said, there's there I mean there's one page RPGs, there's there's so much out there. Maybe it's just literally, you know, a uh change of setting even. You know, you've been playing fantasy and you need to play some sci-fi. Or you've been playing Star Wars and you need to play, you know, the Land of Og to go back to my game of the week a couple episodes ago. You know what I mean? Sometimes maybe you just need to to stretch your brain in a different setting area. You know, that's the 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 reset or the break that you need is is to not think in in that that framework. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but you know, there's so many ways to do it and like I think that's the amazing thing, you know, where the hobby is right now is, you know, with digital publishing and everything, there's so much out there at minimal cost. And I mean, you know, there does come a point, you know, do you wonder, you know, when do you have enough games? And that's a, a, probably a whole nother show topic in itself. But I think I, I don't <laughs> know. You brought this up to me earlier and I I'm sort of at this point where I don't believe, I don't believe that there is such a thing as too many games, but that's just me personally. I, I'm just one of those people where like, yeah, more is good. More is good. <laughs> well, see, I don't know. Do we want to go down this this tangent rabbit hole trail? Oh, uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> so 
I, I tend to agree with you that no, there's not too many games, not in a grand sense. And I'm certainly not going to stop buying games anytime soon. Although I have kind of hit a point where I realized I've been buying a lot of games and I need to take a little bit of a, uh, you know, pull back on the gas on that a bit and, and play some of what I have, explore some of these ideas instead of just keep adding more to the stack of stuff that this is really cool. I want to play this sometime. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I, I get where you're coming from at the same time. I don't know. I, I, I'm naively confident that I'll find enough time to play as many games in my collection as I can. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And so because I'm naively confident in that way, I'm just going to keep so, sort of collecting things and see being like, Oh, well I, I can throw this on a table for, see, that's why I've gravitated to stuff that it's like, I can, this is really light. I can learn this in a couple minutes. I can read this book in an hour. I could throw this game on a table tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I... Stuff. I mean, like we had Gavon talked about Neurosity and, and Warpland and Hell Knight, stuff like that. Cause like, I, I think the system's great, but it doesn't take anything to learn the system. No, I mean, it's not the point of the game. No, it, the, yeah, the, the setting and the, the story is the, the point of that game. The system is just there to make it a game. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yes and no, but, but yeah, that's sort of where I'm at is that like, I, I understand where you're coming from, where you're sort of on the fence of like, do I keep, you know, I need to slow down on buying games. Well, yes, there is that. But at the same time, I don't think, I don't think sitting there and going, oh, I have too many games. That means I don't get to look at stuff anymore is a good mentality. No, no, I, yeah, I, I agree with you there. And that's not where I'm at. You know, it, it's more of a, I've got a lot of stuff that I have ideas for that I haven't had the time to, to, to play and, and use those ideas. And it, you know, like I could, I could buy more games almost endlessly. I mean, right. I could, I could find stuff that, that, oh, I, I really want to have this and, and I want to have that. And, and you know, it, usually for me, it's it's more setting based than it is mechanics. But that's not entirely true because sometimes it's like, oh, there's a mechanism in this that's intriguing. I want that, you know. But yeah, it's like I don't know. I guess maybe you could say I'm I'm trying to take a break from buying things to try and kind of take a little more stock of what I have. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I understand where that's coming from. Like I said, I I just think that it's. But I have plenty of tools to take a break with. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I think with all of that, I think we've come sort of full circle and out of our topic. Mm -hmm. And it's time to talk about something that we hinted at during our Christmas break episode. Mm -hmm. Something that's big and coming up and going to happen. Well, it'll be live as the time you hear this episode. Mm -hmm. We have launched officially a Patreon. Mm -hmm. Currently has two tiers. Yep. The first tier is $2, and that includes and will include a thank you in the show notes, along with an exclusive Patreon Discord channel and an exclusive Patreon role on Discord. Mm -hmm. So you get some decent, yeah, you know, decent bang for your buck for your money. You know, $2 is pretty good, $2 US. Yeah, that's per month. That's per month. We have a $5 tier as well. 
And so what that lets you have is everything previously mentioned, along with the ability that when we have advanced notice, you'll have advanced notice of our guests. So you can ask your questions along with you. You also have access to outtakes when they happen. Now, I can't guarantee outtakes are going to happen, but you know if Huli's going to be on the episode, and I'm not yeah. calling him out, but if Huli's <laughs> going to be on the episode, we're going to have outtakes. Or if any any of the Aussies want to be on our show, they're going to have outtakes because they like to talk. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but now, what, and when we say this, I'm not, you know, we're not talking about the little, you know, couple of little goof ups that I throw in the back of most every episode. No. We're talking about like, you know, like with, like Steve said, with Hooli or Tom or, you know, some, some other times we end up with 30, hour 40 two. minutes, an hour yeah. of conversation, either before or after the actual show that, it's just us going back and forth about sometimes it's fish, sometimes it's TV, you know. Yeah, sometimes it's nothing, <laughs> but like it's entertaining. It's just, you know, it, it may not be on topic. Well, that's an outtake. Right. Yeah. And so we'll release those as like, you know, mini episodes through the Patreon or whatever. Right. And and like I said, that's when they happen. So it's not going to be a consistent thing. But at $5, you you are still getting everything previously mentioned in the $2 tier and, the uh, as mentioned, the advance notice on guests. Now, aside from there being some kind of an emergency and there being an emergency guest, you will have, we will try our best to give you advance notice. Mm-hmm. Now, occasionally things happen where I can't be on the show or Steve can't be on the show and we'll just bring on somebody where... Well, I don't think it's ever happened that you can't be on the show, but I can't be on the show occasionally, and we'll bring on somebody to fill in. Mm-hmm. Can't guarantee that you'll have advance notice on that person, right? Because, and you know, usually it's a friend of the show. Yeah, well, you know, like the last time we had Huli on, we were literally sitting down to record, and like, hey, you want to see if Huli wants to come talk? Yeah. Well, we can't give you advance notice when we don't have it, right? But we'll try to, you know, and and again, this will be, you know, Discord, uh, a Patreon exclusive channel on our Discord. Because I, I don't really know a better way to management manage it. You know, so yeah, I, if you're not active on our Discord, come join us. We, we yeah, don't bite. We we got a good group of people, and and you might occasionally end up in a situation where you know it's a Monday night, and I might possibly maybe have COVID and have to find somebody to play. And <laughs> yeah, last night we literally were like going. Okay, who wants to play something? Who's online? Um, yeah. private message, private message, private message. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, that's that's the thing, right? We're not we're not taking anything that we already do and putting it behind a give us money or you don't get it. You know, that's not yeah. what we want to do. You know, that's that's not who we are. Uh, first off, and and we don't want to do that to our our listeners. We would never want to be part of that. Like, if a show did that to us, we'd both be upset. Mm-hmm. And so we we worked really hard to try and and find things that we could provide to you guys and 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 just be upfront and honest with you. It's it's mostly to help with us and hosting. Yeah, like hosting costs money. It 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 costs money every year for us to host the show. The Patreon, the whole goal of the Patreon is not for us to make money off of you. It's it's to keep the show cost neutral. Yeah, being self-sufficient, essentially. Yeah, and and that being said, one of our recording options that we've leaned on really heavily thus far in the show appears to be likely to disappear Yeah, and will require us using a service that we have to pay for. 
Right. And then there's, you know, and we're not going to pass that along to you, but we're, we're asking if you can help and you want to help you, you're, you know, it's there. And if you can't, I'm not, you know, trust me, I've been in my spots. I've, I know what it's like to not have, to not be able to help out and it's whatever. It's fine. Enjoy the free product. We still have the whole discord available to you. Like Steve said, we're not taking anything away that already exists out there. It's just giving you more content for, for a little bit of, you know. Yeah. And yeah, our guests, I mean, look, if you've listened to the show, you know, we, we go a little bit everywhere. You know, it's, it's this system, it's that system, it's this, whatever, you know, topics. I mean, I know, you know, we're working on some, some guests for, for some game systems that we haven't talked about a lot, like Powered by the Apocalypse. You know, we've got some, some figures that we may talk with that were very influential with certain things early in, in the history of the hobby. Yeah. We had some interesting people lined up and, you know, if you're interested in, in our guests and that's what you come to listen to us for is because we have these cool guests on. Well, you know, I think it's pretty neat to be able to ask a question. I don't might be a couple other shows, but I don't know of many shows that have that as an option. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I only know of like two. So, yeah. And, you know, right now it's just the two tiers. Eventually um, we may add, you know, a higher tier with some could be one shots, could be, you know, who knows what all. Uh, it's just that right now we kind of, we're trying to go in small bites and make sure that we don't promise things we can't deliver on. Right. And if we do find that, uh, and I'll just say this upright, if we do find that the Patreon's too much to handle, then it might go away. But yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things where we're just trying to take it in little bites. We're not trying to overwhelm ourselves and make sure that you get a quality product because at the end of the day, as slapdashed as we are, we do try to produce quality product. Yes. <laughs> it <laughs> takes effort to sound this bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, yeah, and I mean, it's all serious. Yeah, we do want to turn out, pro, you know, a show that, that everyone's going to enjoy, that you're going to find value in. It's going to talk about things that make you think about how you play your own games, make you go, hey, yeah, you know, yeah, I want to check out that game that they mentioned or that sounds really cool. I'm going to go learn more about it, whatever, you know, that's, that's our whole thing, right? We're not, we're not experts. We just love gaming. Yeah. And so, like I said, as you hear this, Patreon is live. It'll be patreon.com. Well, um, yeah. So what you'll, what you'll see is in the show notes, it'll be listed there and, and it'll be included in the, at the end of every episode from going forward now. And, and as always, you can find us on discord, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok on occasion, not recently, but on occasion. Mm -hmm. occasion um, you can find me out cursing in my driveway at a snowblower too, but yeah, well, you know, that's me every day of my life. Um, well, Steve, that's why your snowblower doesn't like you. Cause you get it out in June <laughs> and we live I, in the Northern hemisphere. Well, I, I get it out in June to make sure that in July or make sure that in January when I need it, it runs, it doesn't run either time, but there's still a lot of cursing either way. <laughs> But with all of that being said, I think it's time for Game of the Week. Ooh, game of the Week! Game of the Week! Game of the Week! All right. I got one. I don't know if we've done this one, and you can tell me yes or no. Okay. The game from the Onyx Path. It is a game called They Came From Beyond the Grave. Okay. Well, 
I will tell you, I almost was going to use that this week. <laughs> so, oh. all right, let's hear about they came from beyond the grave. Do you like eighties horror? Yeah, it's got a kind of cheesy campiness to it. Yeah, that's what this is. This is this is eighties cheesy horror, and and that's the best way I can pitch it to you. It's Onyx Path, so it's it's old school. I mean, I think the the game. The game looks like it was published in like 1984, but actually came out this month. Yeah, it's brand new. Um, it's so cool. It's, it's using the storyteller story path engine. You play as humans forced with the horrors of the supernatural. You'll find yourself pitted against vampires, werewolves, ghosts, constructed critters with demons, slashers and the devil himself. It ranges from a one shot to multi to multi era play. This game looks so cool, man. I, I love that they've sold this as an old school RPG. Like, I looked at it and thought this was a found old school RPG until I looked at the release date and realized it was just released. Um, <laughs> it's just a neat game. It's just a neat, looks fun. PDF's 20 bucks, so that's reasonable. Um, mm -hmm. They got a cool YouTube video. <laughs> and yeah, it, 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 you're right. It does look like that engine although i'm not the most familiar with it it's not a, a you know a difficult engine to deal with and for heaven's sake you're trying to do campy cheesy whatever so who cares if you don't get the rules exactly right it's all yeah. about having fun yeah pretty much i mean it looks cool check it out they came from the undergrave as always link will be in the show notes mm -hmm. what do you got steve well as I said, I was actually going to use They Came From Beyond the Grave. <laughs> but then I found the prequel. Oh, what you find? They Came From Beneath the Sea. Aha! Which is, again, it's Onyx Path. It very literally is the prequel to They Came From Beyond the Grave. But They Came From Beneath the Sea is a dramatic and farcical tabletop role-playing game encompassing the wonder, horror, thrills, and humor of 50s and 60s science fiction. Yep. So this is, yeah. You know, it's this the, isn't B-movies, you know, aliens from under the sea. I mean, it, it's again, it's that those classic cheesy kind of, in this case, sci-fi horror tropes, you know, the... the Well, there's a there's a $2 jumpstart for uh, they came from beneath the sea called Party Beach, a creature feature, which <laughs> yeah. sums it up completely. Like, you got like pictures of like creatures from the Black Lagoon coming out of a beach with laser guns like that's exactly what that is yeah there's supplements down there for uh for it you know called you know tales of aquatic terror and it's very much got that you know cheesy you know pulp comic book novel type thing on the cover i mean it's all yeah it just again it's would i want to play this all the time no, no. but some of the time yeah oh yeah this is just i mean it is it's yeah it's perfect for those you know it takes me back to when we used to do bad movie night when i was in college right where we would watch you know plan nine from outer space or you know uh wow amazon women on the moon the kentucky fried movie <laughs> oh man yeah yeah bad movie night's a good time i might do that tonight I don't think I have anything going on tomorrow. I'm going to do that tomorrow. But yeah, I mean, this is, you know, and, and these are companion games. I mean, again, now this one, um, yeah, PDFs 20 bucks. Uh, they have print on demand, you know, a little more, more expensive, but 
hey, it is what it is, right? But yeah, I mean, the the archetypes for this are the everyman, the G-man, the mouth, the scientist, and the survivor. So, I mean, yeah, you can, you know, the art, you know, the cover art, everything. It's just, it so clearly wears what it is on the outside of the box. Yeah. Yeah, they're both they're both games that wear what they are on the outside of the box. It's really cool. Yeah. Very much very much excited. And yeah. So uh yeah. There's there's a couple of uh yeah, games that really, you know, going back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the thing, you know, to take a break with, you know, you don't have to do a lot of explaining of the setting. Just go, yeah, it's cheesy eighties horror, seventies horror, it's fifties, sixties sci fi. You don't We don't everybody... have to sit down and you know we know where every town Indiana is when you're setting a horror game. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're on a cruise ship in the middle of the Pacific. Like and it's, it's, you know, it's, um, what is it? Wisconsin, but it's California in the case <laughs> of like Halloween. Like you got movies supposed to be set in Wisconsin, but like you can clearly tell it's California. You know, it's, it's, it's all that. It's just like, yeah. And I think, you know, that can, that can be a, taking a break in its own right just because you don't have to put effort into the setting and and stuff like this is great for letting the everybody at the table just go well wouldn't it be cool if Mm -hmm. you know because everyone gets you you don't have to explain the tone you're going for you know it's so easy to buy in and then just cut loose and have fun yeah but with all that being said links as always to everything are in the show notes Mm-hmm. And we want to remind you to get out there and play some RPGs and be kind to one another. Yep. Take care, folks. Intro and outro music by the band 12 Noon. You can email us at me and Steve RPG at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and RPGs. Find us on Facebook at me and Steve RPG Podcast. On Discord at me and Steve RPGs. And as always, all of these links are in the show notes. Thank you, and be kind to one another. How much for the cigar? Cigar, 20 bucks, dog. You got to go down the street to the store and buy that. It makes me mad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you find a thing that works nice and it works really well. And then they just, just like we decided that I don't want to deal with, with discord anymore. So I'm just going to make my own thing. Oh, and also I'm charging for it. Yeah. Although I did, if if you go on the on site and read the FAQ, it's freaking hilarious. No. Oh, yeah. The FAQ has, I've been reading the FAQR, but it's just a little irritating to me because it's like, we were putting out a nice free product. Why can't we put out nice free products anymore? Whatever. I, I can't, I can't put too much brain energy into it because I don't know, you know, I know people, I know for us, we're trying to get paid. So, um, she'd unplugged my headphones the other day and I was cursing because I had to sit through the process of restart the computer and you're then God, there was a tough
because as soon as I plugged them in, it did that on off on off on off delete. Did you see the gif I commented? Yes. You didn't see anything. (laughs) All right. Let's do this real quick. Let's do the podcast. Okay. So where to, what the hell screens do I need to have up? This one, that that one, and the other one. Yeah, exactly. All right. So everything is hot. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we recorded a bunch of nothing. Which topic are we doing? Uh, the, the one, the, 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 um, relax or enough games. Relax. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, what was the name of that band from the eighties? Oh, oh, I know the song. I can hear the song, but I can't think of who you're talking Frankie about. Frankie goes to Hollywood. Yeah. That's the name of the band. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, in three. Two, one.